1: All right, welcome to the Hank Henney Podcast brought to you by HaneyUniversity.com. Go there to find out information about getting golf lessons from me at my studio in Paradise Valley, Arizona. would love to help you. If you're interested in getting better at golf, if you have... Kind of uh hit the wall where you, you can't improve that that's I think that's what I specialize in. Well, I know that's what I specialize in. Uh, helping people that have been everywhere else and nothing has worked. It's amazing how many students I have like that. Like, how many how many lessons have you have you had? And they're like, Oh, I've been taking lessons, you know, like and you're still not getting it? And they're like, No. I'm not getting it. You know, I had a guy the other day, I think I told this story before, but my 17.8 degree uh, out-to-end slicer, they brought him to me to to film for my performance golf zone videos. And anyway, the guy makes his first swing, and he's swinging 17.8 degrees across the ball. I said to him, I I said, have you taken any lessons? He said, oh, I've been taking lessons for two years. I said, holy shit. Are you kidding me? Just out of curiosity, what have you been working on? He goes, I've been working on the path of my swing. I said, boy, you just swung 17.8 degrees across the ball. I said, I've never seen anybody swing 17.8 degrees across the ball. I mean, uh, 17.8 degrees out the end, and you've been working on the path of your swing? I said, listen, I don't know who your instructor is. I'm not criticizing him. I have no idea who he is. I said, but you need to find a different instructor. So that's what I. You know what? It, it was about uh, five minutes. Uh, first swing with a shot. He swung three degrees into out. Anyway, there you go. So if you're interested in getting your golf swing fixed, uh, I will help you. And you can also get free information. Uh, my free videos, free information, with uh, lots of free information with my instructional videos that go out uh, weekly. So you can sign up for those at HaydenUniversity.com. All right, today I'm going to talk about a little more about uh, the tournament at Torrey Pines. The uh, Farmer's Insurance Open, the first elevated event on the PGA Tour. Max Homa uh, wins, and of course the the floodgates could be opening for him. Love his golf swing. Love his uh, demeanor on the golf course like his statistics a lot, uh, like the way they're they're trending. Uh, anybody that's 20th in putting and top 10 in, in uh, strokes gained T to green has got a good combination. Right, you look at all the, the the best players, combination ball striking, putting, a little more ball striking than putting, but the putting needs to be somewhere up there. Uh, you know, Rory's big difference in the last year has been his putting. He's number one in the world. Uh, John Rahm is 40th in the in on the PGA Tour. Uh, number two in the world, uh, 40th on the PGA Tour in putting. Uh, this year, he was 28th last year. I mean, that's a that's a good good combination, you know, uh, Cameron Smith's a top player, obviously not on the PGA tour anymore. Uh, Colin Morikawa, uh, you know, uh, 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 is having a, a good start to the year and what's, what's changed, what's changed with him. Uh, it's, it's been his putting because he's just, he's been a, a, a not good putter. And the, the last, uh, couple tournaments, He's had some some pretty darn darn good putting, put it good at, at the uh, Century Tournament Champions, and you know putted put a decent twenty seventh at, uh, at at Tory Pines. So I mean he's he, he's he's getting there. I mean he, the, the, you got you got to be able to com- to combine those statistics and 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 that that's the key. I mean you know they, they can. Say this is more important than that, but you got to have the combination of two. 80% of the time, when players win on the PGA Tour, they face top 10 ball striking, top 10 putting. It's just those are just the, the, the odds, those are statistics. That's what it says. Uh, Homo was first, TD Green at uh, Torrey Pines, Farmers Insurance Open, and ninth in putting, and uh. And there, you, there you go, and it'll be that way most of the time. And, and there's, there's, there's exceptions where a guy just strikes it so good that he can finish fifteenth or twentieth in putting and still win, or a guy just puts it so good he'll finish you know twelfth in ball striking because cause he just puts it so good and he still wins. But usually that's that's where it is, and 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 if you do see you know an aberration there, you'll you'll be able to logic it out and see why why it happened because they were just so superior in, in in one category or the other. But Max Homa for sure is a is a is a player to watch. Now I think I think it's it's helped players like Max Homa. What they'll tell you is they'll tell you that. There's all this talent that fills in for the talent that left, and there's all this great talent. But I, what I'll tell you is, 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 is it becomes easier to win when talent spreads out. And I don't know how anybody could, could possibly argue with that point. I mean, that's just the, that, that's the, 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 the fact. And, and it's gotten easier to win on the, on the PGA Tour because of the players that have left. There you go. And that's why you see, you know, these guys that are, you know, now kind of filling the void. Who's who's filling the void? Well, Tony Finau filled the void last year. You know, Max Homer filling in the void a little bit. Not that they're not really, really good players. I'm not saying they're not. But it's just easier to win when you don't have a lot of the names. That that left for the, the the live golf tour, and and there'll be a f- you know a, f- a few more going, and you know then you'll have new guys on the PGA tour, and you know and it'll give them opportunities to win, and then you'll you'll eventually have you know bigger names and 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 more winners, and guys will get confident, and they'll they will learn how to handle different situations. And then you'll, the pool of, of, of better known players will be bigger. And then uh, hopefully they'll get together at the majors and they'll play and you get to say, Hey, you know, there's this guy from over here and there's this guy from over here. And, and this guy's really been doing good over here, but you know, he hasn't done great in majors and this guy's done really good over here. And he has, you know, it used to be like, people would say, well, you know, uh, This guy's won over in Europe, but he can't. He hasn't won in the United States, or this guy, you know, wins big in Asia or Japan, but he hasn't won in the United States. Well, you know, and and now these guys aren't going to really ever get together, with the way it looks like it is, uh, unless they play at the majors. So it's really going to. It's just going to put more emphasis on the majors, which, which I don't, you know, I don't necessarily think is is is, is a bad thing. I think it's it's uh, you know actually a, a a pretty pretty good thing. I like watching golf. And when the better players play together, you know, it it, it makes it better. There's no doubt about it. But I realize that that's not happening now. You know, it's everybody's going to be all spread out. So it doesn't mean I still don't like watching golf. Uh, I do, but I think it'll just give the majors more more importance. But I one thing I just, I get a kick out of is how these people in the golf media Okay. And I, in, in, of course, you know, I, I'm like, I, I'm like super critical of the golf media. I, I, I think the I think the golf media in general, I don't know if it's like this in all sports media, but in the, the golf media, I think they are just woefully like uninformed. For as much as these guys watch, I and mean, there's guys that watch the PGA tour all the time. Uh, I don't know if they're paying attention to LIV tour because some people just have such a hard on for it. They can't, they can't stand it. But if they're why they're watching the PGA trail time, they're writing about it or they're talking about it or they're commentating about it. And it's amazing to me how little they know. Like they don't, they don't look up the statistics. They don't follow the, the, you know, the, the trends. They, they, they just blurt out stuff that, that, uh, you know, makes no sense at all. and, to me, it is. They have no credibility whatsoever. Now, i I understand it's a blanket statement. There's some guys on the that are media guys that you know. I'll, 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 you know, give you the, you know, benefit of the doubt. Okay, this this guy's got a clue. This guy, this guy's pretty good. So it's not everybody. OK, I love to rile up some of these media guys though, by saying that, you know, just say these guys are clueless because I because I just feel like they are. But they're so biased. Oh, my God. They're so biased. I mean, they are so biased. Oh, God, it's just crazy. I mean, the P, rah, 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 PGA Tour. I mean, why, why, why can't you like both? Why can't you like just watching golf? Why, does it have to, why do you have to pick a side? You know, I, I like watching golf. Can I not like watching college football and watching professional football? I mean, what? what, you know, can I not like? Can I not like watching the NFC and the AFC? Well, why do I have to pick one or the other? I don't, I don't get it. But I'm, I'm, I'm watching and I'm, you know, listening and paying pay attention to what's going on there. So, so I see this this tweet. Now, this is a, I'm not going to put the guy's name out there. You know, he, he he thinks he knows. They they all think they know. Here's his tweet about Sam Ryder. Okay, they're like, Sam Ryder, you know, oh, he's, you know, he's got a chance to win. Sam Ryder you know, Sam, Sam is the one that was leading the tournament at the Farmers Insurance. Like, he had no chance to win. I'm sorry. He wasn't going to win that tournament. He had a lead, tough course, US Open course, never won before. Yeah, it's not going to happen. He hit that shot in that par three. Over the green left, the one place you don't want to miss. I mean, I sit there and explain to my lessons. I got a, 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 one of the juniors I teach. I, I was I go through this whole thing explaining to him the other day how you score better golf. You hit you hit greens in regulation. You you know you get the ball up and in. How do you get the ball up and in? You know on greens you don't hit, but you miss it in a wide side. You give yourself an opportunity. You'd rather hit ten greens and miss it eight times on the wide side than hit, you know, fourteen greens and miss it four times on the on the short side. And I watched this Samuel Ryder hit that ball on that par three on the back nine, whatever hole it was, and he hits it long left, has no green to work with whatsoever. You know, like I'm like, he ain't gonna win this golf tournament hitting a shot like you, you just can't hit shots like that and win a Golf. I mean, it's a great pitch and it's at you know, thirty feet by the home, bogey. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. I'm like, you know, he's not. Look at the guy's statistics. Just look at it. Come on. Say, so, you want me to, I'm going to, I'm going to read them to you. Tita Green, 2023, 92nd, 2022, 133rd, 2021, 142nd. Off the tee, 179th in 2023. Off the tee in 2022, 142 and 118th the year before. Around the green, 161st in 2023. Around the green in 2022, 126th and 187th in 2021. Putting, 28th this year. Okay, that's why he's doing, he's he's made some cuts. Putting, uh, 2022, 79th. 98th in 2020. All you have to do is look at the statistics. This is not that hard to figure out. Sam Ryder, I'm not, I'm not picking on. It. I'm just, I just, I just, I, I got to fact check these guys when they're talking on TV. Sam Ryder, has played 147 events on the PGA Tour, made 79, missed 68. I mean. <laughs> Jeez, this guy's lucky he's even he's on the tour uh, you know what Here, here's a perfect example of how players going to LIV have opened the door for other players you look at Samuel Ryder two, here's where he finished in the FedEx Cup in 2022 108th 112th in 2021, 108th in 2020, 107th in 2019, and 101st in 2018. Now, what? there's 125 exempt players on the PGA Tour. They're, they're, you know, they're getting ready to change all that, but there's 125 players. If you're in that category, you're on borrowed time. That's a five-year run of finishing between 101st and 112th. Okay, and only 125 guys are, are on on tour, and the 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 thing you 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 have to the thing you have to understand here is that every five years, 50 percent of the PGA Tour turns over. So go to the go look at last year's top 125. Okay, and you take you can look at that list, and 62. 62 and a half on average. Out of 125, half the people that are on that list, top 125, will not be on the PGA tour in five years. Well one reason or another. They'll get injured, they'll lose their game, they'll get older. whatever. Whatever the reasons are, half of them this won't be there. So so when you see a a player that's just hanging around 125, you know, either either they gotta make some some big improvements, or they're 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 on borrowed time. But now, see what's happened because of the 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 players leaving out for LIV, and of course you had the COVID deal, which with which which they extended guys another year because of that. So that made it that that gave guys a, you know like another year on their career. But with the LIV, with all those top players leaving, then that opened up spots. So so now you know it's it's not one twenty five, it's it's you know one forty five or something like that. That that kind of get to keep going but they'll sit there and tell you that oh you know this guy's this guy's getting ready to break through well i mean there's nothing statistically that says he's getting ready to break through i mean i'm sure he's you know he's a nice guy i mean he's got you know the you know you got a little heat for the pants he wore but pretty big gap there between the 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 pants and and the the uh the the shoes but anyway the guy is is not he's he's not knocking on the door. I mean, I'm sorry, he's just not. But here's the other thing that they that they said. I was reading this this, this 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 tweet, okay, and and this is this is this is greatness, okay. This this is sugarcoating at the finest. I don't know how you could sugarcoat it any more than this, okay. Not the closing stretch that Sam Ryder wanted, obviously. But leading on a big boy golf course with a bunch of superstars chasing him should wind up being an invaluable experience. Good things will come from this. Well, <laughs> it is great experience. I'll give you that. It's always great experience when you're there. So there, that could help him for sure. It is and was a big boy golf course. Torrey Pine South, the big boy golf course. But in order for good things to happen, you have to improve those statistical categories that I'm talking about. You can't just all of a sudden, you know, oh, yeah, I played good at Tory Pines. Yeah, you did. But for the season, you're 179th off the tour and you're 161st around the green and you're 92nd tee to green. And that's the best year you've had. Now maybe it's trending in the right direction and maybe that experience but experience doesn't experience doesn't get you to hit shots down the fairway. It doesn't. You know, the, the the golf ball's not sitting on the tee thinking, "Man, this guy doesn't have much experience. I'm going over in the in the rough right now or I'm going in the water out of bounds." That's not what happens. The ball only knows what the club does to it. And when you have a consistent swing and you have a a Better fundamental swing, it repeats itself, and you hit, you hit shots. That's what has to happen. You, can't, you know, it's not just experience. Like if a guy had, you know, some really good statistics, and you know, but he had trouble on Sunday scoring, okay, that's a different story. But when you're making half the cuts, Sam Ryder's, you know, played 10 tournaments this year. He's made five cuts. He's just a half-cut guy, a little little better than a half-cut guy in his career. He does have two top tens this year, so he's you know he's gonna be right there again this year. I mean, he's probably, that's probably enough already. To he's fifty third on FedEx Gut points, so even if he doesn't have anything happen to him the rest of the year, he'll he'll be right there, and you know, a hundred and hundred and something, or maybe he'll break into the you know nineties this year. But that's uh, that's the reality of probably what's going to happen. But here's the part that really got me on that tweet. Sam Ryder, he was leading on a big boy golf course with a bunch of superstars chasing him. Okay. Now, who were the superstars that were chasing Samuel Ryder? Who were they? Okay, Samuel Ryder shot. 75 okay finished 9 under par lost by 5 shots okay the superstar okay Max Homa wins is Max Homa a superstar that's his 6th win on the PGA Tour he's never won a major I think he's a a great player is he a superstar I mean I, I don't know how you could I don't think you'd call Max Homa a superstar I'm sorry Uh, He could be, maybe, I don't know. He's not a superstar. Keegan Bradley finished uh, second. Keegan Bradley's won how many tournaments? He's won one major. It was forever ago. Is he a superstar? No. He's not a superstar. Colin Morikawa. Colin Morikawa, I would say he's won two majors, at a young age uh i i I'd probably give him superstar i i got he's two major wins i'll give him a superstar uh, status i'll give him superstar status Kyle more give him superstar status you know he's he's not hall of fame yet but he's i'll give him we'll give him superstar status okay cuz i got i got to find out who all these superstars that are chasing this guy superstars that's what the guy says this is how they, they throw all this these, these superlatives all over everything. It's crazy the golf media. Sahith Thagali. Now he's a well-known player because he's come close a few times and and, uh, and and he's he's got a great story and you know, you know Pepperdine and, and uh, the you know the whole thing. Uh, seems like a really nice kid. Uh, he's not a superstar. He never won on the PJ tour. Sanjay M. Hey, he's a really good player. Sunjay M. Is he a superstar? He isn't he ain't a superstar. Uh Jason Day. Is he a superstar? He won one major. Uh I don't think he's got enough to get in the hall of fame. He, he definitely not a superstar now. No, no doubt. Not not even close. Okay. Uh these are the guys that finished top ten. You know Tony Finau is he a superstar? Nah, Tony Finau's won a few times. You know he he had a he had a great year last year. Uh, before that he won one time. He's not a superstar. No, he's not a superstar. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama is he? He's an international. Suit. He's a J- Japanese superstar. I don't I don't know if Tony, he's he's won one major. I you know Hideki Matsuyama. He, I he, I like him. He's really, you know, he's he's uh he's a, a really really good player. I mean, maybe if you know winning the Masters automatically makes him superstar. I, I don't know. I mean, that's a, you know, I don't know if I could give him superstar. John Rahm's won two. Uh, here's here's the problem. John Rahm's won two majors, and uh you know he's won what you know out of his last seven starts he's won four times. Brandel Chambly on Golf Channel was arguing John Rahm's not a superstar. He said he's not a superstar. I'm like, oh man, I don't know about that. But, but if John, if he's if he's arguing John Rom's not a super, this is what he, he's arguing John Rom's not a superstar, which I'll give John Rom. I, I, I'll put John Rom's. I think anybody that's been number one in the world, you know, and is and and has won two majors, he's been number one in the world. He's won two majors. He's won. You know four of his last you know seven tournaments. I you know that's we're pretty that's about as superstar as we got in our sport right now. There's no Tiger Woods out there. you know Rory's a Rory's definitely a superstar. he just won in Dubai. he's number one in the world. He's a superstar. He hasn't won a major since 2014. He's a superstar though. But if, if if Roy's a superstar, John Rom, I think is a superstar too. He's he's you know people look up to him as one of the best players in the game. There's no doubt about that. But the point is is who are all these superstars that were chasing down Sam Ryder? They weren't chasing down anything. Sam Ryder had the had the car in reverse. He shot seventy five. It's not guys chasing you down he couldn't get it done on sunday statistically it's a tall order when you look at somebody and they have those kind of statistics it's it's tough it just is you know it's not it's not tough for for uh you know max homa you know max homa's one you know, six times now, five times he's come from behind. Now I'll, I'll give, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that, you know, and sometimes it's easier to to do that. Maybe a lot of times it's easier to do that to come from behind because you don't have the pressure, you're not trying to hold on, whatever it might be, and you just, you know, you you you're, you're going for it. But I don't, uh, I don't think Sam Ryder was being chased out by a bunch of superstars.
2: Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport, and me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
3: Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear navigating the changes in relationships and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never seen before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey.
0: I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my this idea of, is is that my baggage? Look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Oh,
3: okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: People write this stuff. People talk about it. I see it all the time. And you listen to me, you know, I can't, I can't help but fact, fact check. I saw that. I saw it. he's being chased down by a bunch of superstars. I'm like, were we watching the same tournament? You know? I mean, well, you know, uh, who are the superstars in the game? I guess that's a topic for another day. Uh, but it, I don't think it's a big list. Let's put it that way. Uh, you know, there, there there might be a bunch of superstars, but they weren't all playing in that uh, that tournament for sure. All right, hope everybody has a great day. Uh, remember the Voodoo Pain Relief Cream, VoodooPainRelief.com. If you've got arthritis pain, joint pain, muscle soreness, my product will definitely help you and you can try it for free. So just go to VoodooPainRelief.com and uh, you will get that product and find out why everybody that uses it reorders it over and over and over again because it's the best product on the market. And uh, it works. There's no no two ways about it. Hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app to so get my podcast every day. I appreciate everybody listening. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you soon on the Hank Any podcast.
0: More than a movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia.
1: He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny.